Hi, everyone. Welcome to another BHCS My World podcast. Uh, here is another episode, which is part of this collection of COVID-19 parent chats. And in these podcasts, we're talking to some really courageous parents um, so we can just capture a snapshot of what lockdown life has been like through their eyes. Perhaps other parents listening from our community, uh, what, what they have to say might resonate with you and you will feel you've experienced the same things. What's really important to know is that whether you're a student, a teacher, child, parent or neighbor, we've all gone through a collective experience on a global scale and we are here for each other and we will prevail through these challenges. Now at the bottom of this page are some web links to organizations who've put support in place for worried parents and single parents, helping us through the challenges we might be facing during lockdown and COVID-19. So sit back, relax, and enjoy listening to the lovely Jo Jupp, who will be sharing her parent lockdown views and experiences. Hi, Joe. I just want to thank you for taking some time to chat to us today about your whole lockdown experience as a parent. Uh, it's been a, quite complex for many of us, and none of our stories are the same, but it's really good to listen and share. My first question is, what age is your child? Uh, so we have one son um, who is 13, and he'll be going into year nine in September. Um, right, so a secondary school child, uh, when you found that the schools were closed and that you were going to have to homeschool, how did you feel? How did you respond? Um, initially, actually, we weren't we weren't overly concerned. Um, I think, obviously, looking back quite naively, we thought it was probably maybe just going to be for a couple of weeks or, or maybe a month at the most. Um, but obviously, as soon as it was, you know, it was apparent that it was going to be for, for much longer. Um, and then we had to try and sort of sit down and, and think about the logistics of, um, of homeschooling because we're both um, having to work still full time. And my husband works for the fire service and I work in a hospital. So, you know, we had to carry on going to work. Having a child that academically needs a lot of encouragement and motivation um, meant that it was probably going to be quite tough to begin with. Um so yeah, it was it was kind of a bit of a mixed a mixed bag, really. I can so relate to that because I, you know, I've got one child that is able to work independently, and I've got another one that needs a lot of encouragement, as you say, yeah. right, right from you know getting out of bed. Um, um, so I, I totally hear you on that one, which leads me to my next question: What strategies did you find worked well, and which ones did you just bin after trying them? Okay. I think probably the one that we realised wasn't working fairly soon um, was to step back, um, be able to choose subjects which he wanted to, to do each day. Um, this kind of resulted more in him picking his favourite subjects or the ones that he really deemed were the easiest to do, um, but also probably contained the least amount of work to do. Um, so we soon kind of cottoned onto that one. The best one, and I'm going to be completely honest, um, was probably when we gave him incentives for completing his work, especially whilst whilst we were at work. I guess you could call it bribery, really, but it worked. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> bribery has its place when it comes to parenting. <laughs> absolutely, 
absolutely. Um, and then obviously we, we kind of just made sure that, that where we could, we would set aside time in the evenings, um, you know, after we'd been at work where we could have a little bit of time just to talk through anything that he was struggling with or, or we didn't understand. Yeah, I, I totally hear you on, on trying different strategies because I tried a, a really strict timetable to begin with, but yeah. it, it was it was exhausting for us to keep to it. Um, and. Yeah. And so I had to sort of sit down with the kids and together we created um, an agenda and a timetable that suited all of us and the way we would like yeah. to work. And and yeah. then the general mental health and well-being in the family was a lot better. Yeah. The COVID-19, the virus, how did you talk to him about it? Did you feel the need? And if you did, what did you say? Um. I think initially, if I remember rightly, we, we did ask him how he was feeling about it and, if, you know, if he had any worries or concerns about it. But actually, he was quite blasé in his response, but, you know, I think that <laughs> generally might be teenage boys in general. Um, and so we didn't really pursue it after that. You know, he just seemed happy that he didn't have to go to school, to be honest. <laughs> um, I don't think he really minded what, what the reason was. Um, so we haven't really, really discussed it in, in great detail because he hasn't sort of brought it up or felt the need to do so. Yeah, it, it it it's, it's some some of the young people have just coped with it quite well and just gone with yeah. the flow, um, and they haven't shown really any anxiety or worry about it, uh, which is good to hear and good to see. Yeah. What were some of your highs and your lows of lockdown? Because it has been a roller coaster. Sure. Yeah. Um. I mean, I guess the one that that most people would say is is having a bit more quality family time, but for us, I think it was more so because usually you know come the evening we'd be sort of rushing off here there anywhere to different activities and gyms and uh, football training things which obviously we can't do at the moment so we have actually um had that quality time if you like um we've been just making sure that you know we go for a walk every day whether it's the three of us whether it's just two of us um or go for a bike ride and just so we can have a little bit of a, a bit of a chat um because we sort of found that he opens up a lot more when he's away from screens um yeah. mobile phones things like that um i guess the lows maybe Jack being a little bit bored, um, but I think particularly for him, it's been the the lack of face to face interaction with his friends. Um, you know, teenage boys they have this natural banter, don't they? They you know when they're together, and you obviously can't recreate that as a parent. Um, so you know that's I think one of the things that that he's really missed. Yeah, absolutely. For me, the highs have been just the amount of meals we've had together. You know, because when you've got school and work, you only get that one meal a day together. Um, but we've been quite spoiled uh, with it. Uh, who did you turn to for support? Because as a parent, you've had to be really brave. Um, but also you've you've been a working parent, I believe. So who did you turn to for support? Um, I think my husband mainly. Um, you know, we always generally tend to try and chat chat to each other if you know if there's anything that, that's on our minds um we've got great supportive parents as well um so even though jack's kind of been on his own the majority of the time which was something that i wasn't overly happy with but we didn't really have a choice um we've always had uh, parents around that have been um close they live like literally within five minutes um so that's been quite good I also actually reached out to Miss um, Richardson and um, Jack's tutor, Miss Hamid, um, for some advice because we had a, a little bit of a, a blip a couple of weeks ago where Jack was a little bit tearful, a little bit, I think it, it was all just 
you know, getting on top of him, the whole situation of being on his own for so long was quite strange. And I have to say their support was fantastic. Um, they offered me some alternative solutions that I kind of hadn't thought about. Um, and they kind of also gave us the permission that we hadn't given ourselves to just relax about the whole thing, maybe give Jack a couple of days off to, to reset. And that really kind of took the pressure off a little bit. That's wonderful. It's just great to hear that the head of year and the tutor were able to work um, so closely with with the parent there. That's that's great news. And I, 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 I think that last bit of advice: take the pressure off ourselves and um, and actually just relax and just enjoy the moment um, is sometimes what's needed, as opposed to trying to yeah. keep up with Definitely. with um, what we feel is all this work we need to do. Um, great to hear. How do you feel about him returning to school? What are your hopes? What are your fears? Um, as a family, we feel quite positively about him going back to school. Um, you know, initially we did have the option because of both being deemed key workers, we could have sent him to school. Um, but for Jack, about time and after discussions with him, we felt that wasn't probably best for his mental well-being at the time. Um, but actually. I think him going back to school um, will be a really, a really positive thing. I think mainly from a mental well-being point of view, as I said, just to get that interaction with with others. Um, you know, he, he he loves being at home, and he, you know, he. I think if he didn't have to go back to school ever again, he'd be you know happy. But <laughs> the reality is, um, you know, our, our attempt at, at homeschooling is you know it's not it's not great. So he needs some proper some proper structure, um, you know, a, a proper education. Um, that we, we just can't give them, give them at home. Uh, it's lovely to hear. Uh, my one child just said to me, you know, Mum, I've been in, I've been in self isolation and lockdown for years. You know, this yeah. this is my perfect world. Yeah, absolutely. He's been as long as I keep making, you know, have keep putting together a pancake mixture. Um, yeah. he, he's happy as Larry, <laughs> which is lovely to hear. Um, if we had a second spike and went into lockdown again, what would you as a parent do differently? Um, I think probably the main thing for us is to be a little bit more relaxed. Um, and as we said earlier, maybe not putting quite so much pressure um, on ourselves. And ex maybe not expecting so much of Jack. I think we kind of expected him just to be able to do and get on with his work as he would have done at school. Um, but actually, you know, the longer it's gone on, the more apparent it's been that that's really not, um, what's the word? He's not able to do that. Um, and, you know, rightly so, because he hasn't got the support of, of the professionals and, and his teachers. Um, so I think generally probably just being a little bit more relaxed about the whole thing. Yeah, it it, it it was a big ask. What, you know, what was, requ you know, requested of our young people to go from classroom learning to virtual learning almost overnight with very little prep or lead-in. Um, yeah. So um, I, I really do hear you on that And in terms of taking the pressure off. And the last thing we want is um, is people to be having meltdowns because they feel like they're not coping or keeping up with what's expected of them. And we, we have to realise that the, the, the whole environment is just so artificial. Um, yeah. uh, if you had one sentence to describe 2020 lockdown with your family, what would it be, Jo? Goodness. Um, I would say it's, it's definitely been a learning curve 
Uh, lots of ups and downs. I actually think it's probably brought us closer together as a family. Um, and ultimately, you know, we can say that we've got through it healthy, we're relatively unscathed, and we're all still talking to each other. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, great. Yeah. Uh, my son said, you know, lockdown hasn't been that bad with you, mum. Yeah, it's been oh. all right. It's been all right. And I was like, wow. Well, that's my one sentence. Lockdown hasn't been that bad with you, mum. That's, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> it could have I'll been worse. <laughs> Joe, thank you so much for sharing um, a little snapshot of life in your household during lockdown. I hope the other parents who've been listening uh, can relate. Um, some of what you said might well resonate. But um, you've really helped uh, bring our community closer together by sharing our stories. You take care. Angie, thanks so much. Bye, Joe. Bye-bye, bye.